Do you like to read or listen to audiobooks? Well, today we're going to talk about books on this episode of Rolling Home. Well, you may be thinking that uh, we're going to be discussing books about travel trailer repair or RV travel or that sort of a topic, but we're not. We're going to be talking about a couple of books that I'm reading this year, and I believe that they have a lot of applications to uh, travel and to what has become, I guess, a very prominent lifestyle in our country today, and that is people who are using their travel trailers and vans and RVs to be nomad. If you are following at all blogs and I don't I guess Facebook, other social media posts about travel, travel trailers, RVs, you probably have heard about the movie Nomadland. Well, Nomadland is a movie that was made over the last couple of years. I think it was just released. And it's getting a lot of notoriety in this van life genre of people who either live out of their vans or live out of uh, some sort of travel trailer or I guess some people even have mobile homes like uh, RVs that they live out of just depending on their economic situation and of course if you follow this at all you know there's a famous godfather of this lifestyle and that is Bob Wells and he is actually I think the the inspiration behind this movie Nomadland. Well I had not read the book so I've been kind of getting a late start on reading this year. I've been trying to work harder at reading and not just consuming media my son has encouraged me to do that, and I've taken it up. Well, I really haven't gotten into any books so far uh, in this new year. So I thought, okay, well, uh, I wondered if Nomadland was available, and I have downloaded it and and listening to the audiobook. And I have to admit, it is very, very interesting. And I'll just read you a synopsis of the book, and it goes like this. Maybe it'll give you a little bit of a... Uh, an idea if you don't know much about the movie or anything about the book. It says, From the beet fields of North Dakota to the wilderness campgrounds of California to an Amazon warehouse in Texas, people who once might have kicked back and enjoyed their sunset years are hard at work, underwater on mortgages, are finding that Social Security comes up short. They're hitting the road in astonishing numbers, forming a new community of nomads. RV and van dwelling migrant laborers, or what they call work campers, building on her groundbreaking Harper cover story, The End of Retirement, which brought attention to these formerly settled members of the middle class. Jessica Bruder follows one such RVer, Linda, between physically taxing seasonal jobs and reunions of her new van dweller family, or vanling. Bruder tells a compelling, eye-opening tale of both the economy's dark underbelly and the extraordinary resilience, creativity, and hope of these hard-working 
quintessential Americans. Many of them are single women who have traded rootedness of the dream to a better life. I watched Nomadland over this weekend. It was on Hulu. And I'll tell you straight up, this is not necessarily the lifestyle that I see uh, someone like myself undertaking if I don't have to. Uh, this Linda that's uh, that's described in the book, I, I, I think that's the same name that they use in the movie. I can't remember. Uh, she goes through a lot of hard times, and it's kind of a bittersweet story. I, it's one of those stories where you feel sorry for her. Uh, she's lost her job, and she's traveling around doing all these temporary jobs, very difficult jobs. I guess it's kind of a finding-yourself kind of movie as well. And from what I know about nomads and the nomad lifestyle, it, it does paint a fairly accurate picture of what Bob Wells preaches because I think he, he lived in Alaska at one time and couldn't afford uh, rent on an apartment after he got a divorce and ended up living in his vehicle in a van. And, and I think in the middle 2000s, came up with the idea of cheaparliving.com and he was it was very timely for him because when the economy tanked in 2008 a lot of people hit the road and they began to use his website as a resource so bob has contributed a lot to the growth of this movement but it like i said unless i have to it's not something that i would ever want to do i'm i'm definitely like a part-time RV or uh, weekend warrior, whatever you want to call it. It's not something that I necessarily would espouse to. Well, I've uh, followed this movement for some time, and I've read a lot of the, the blogging, uh, particularly in the, in, the, in the beginning, the blogs that the Bob Wells posted, but he's moved more to a YouTube channel, which I think is fairly large now. So I watch more of his YouTube than I do his blog. And I think he doesn't blog as much as he used to. But he, he has a lot of great tips for people that are that are maybe down on their luck and, and needing to change their lifestyle and make a Social Security check go further or work on the road while they travel, that sort of thing. And he's given me some great tips. Uh, anywhere from, you know, adding solar to your vehicle to one of his favorite topics, I think, is pooping in a bucket and how to, how to get rid of waste and um, camping on public lands, BLM land, and things like that. So he's become a great resource. The guy kind of looks like Santa Claus. He's got a big, long beard and long hair, white. Uh, he's been embraced by a lot of these folks in this movement, the Rubber Tramp Rendezvous was a huge meeting that this group, uh, he developed, that this group began to embrace in uh, recent years. And because of COVID, I don't think that it was as big or even happened the way that it had in the past. So a lot of people would come and, and they would gather, thousands would gather in the desert in Quartzsite, Arizona, and uh, they would go to workshops and swap war stories and ideas and tactics and all that sort of thing. So it grew kind of out of that. 
Well, um, if you haven't seen Nomadland, you have access to it. I think it's streaming on Hulu. I know it is because that's where I watched it. And I think it's going to hit the movie theaters at some point. I don't know of any other places it is right now. So that gave me an idea to start reading the book. And I have to admit the book is uh, more interesting to me, at least, than the movie, because you know how movies are. You have to kind of contextualize everything within a couple hours. But the movie is definitely has more depth. The characters are a little bit more developed and things like that. So I'm reading the book. I think I'm into maybe the third or fourth chapter right now. So I would encourage you to uh, read the book. And uh, I probably will have another update on that as we go along. Okay, well, another book that I think is kind of interesting and does apply, even though on the on the on the front end it might not look like it applies to where we are today and and the nomad lifestyle and all that. It's called This Perfect Day by Ira Levin. Ira Levin is the same author of the famous book and movie, Rosemary's Baby. And uh, let me just read you this description of this perfect day, and then I'll talk a little bit about why I think it applies to kind of where we are in society today and people, why people are hitting the road and why um, they're living out of vans and, and doing other things like that. It says this. It says, it's by the author of Rosemary's Baby, a horrifying journey into a future only Ira Levin could imagine. Considering one of the great, considered one of the great dystopian novels alongside Anthony Burgess's A Clockwork Orange and Aldo Huxley's Brave New World, Levin's frighten, frightening glimpse into the future continues to fascinate readers even 40 years after its publication. The story is set in a seemingly perfect global society. Uniformity is the defining feature. There's only one language in all ethnic groups have been eugenically merged into one race called the family. The world is ruled by a central computer called Unicomp that has been programmed to keep every single human being on the surface of the earth in check. People are continually drugged by means of regular injections so that they can never realize their potential as human beings, but are remain satisfied and cooperative. They are also told where to live, when to eat, who to marry, when to produce. Even the basic facts of nature are subject to Unicomp's will. Real men do not grow facial hair. Women do not develop breasts. It only rains at night. With a vision as frightening as any in history of the science fiction genre, This Perfect Day is one of Levin's most haunting novels. Now... I'm reading this as well. This reason I'm probably not any further than I am into, into Nomadland, but this is some book. And as I read it, think how it parallels where we are today uh, in the shadow of COVID and the way that we're all um, being encouraged to social distance, wear masks, uh, behave as we're supposed to behave, that sort of thing. And um, I want to tell you that the more I get into this book, this is um, a, a controlling central kind of government, in this case a computer, uh, really has a lot of um, comparisons for where we are today in our world. So the parallel is obviously that the nomad lifestyle that Bob Wells preaches 
is not conforming to society, living outside the norm, does have a, a lot of connection to these people that are traveling the country and living in different places and working in different places. So that that is the comparison that I make. It's kind of interesting that I started reading these two books at this time. So I guess you could say living out of a van, living out of a travel trailer or other RV is the ultimate way to be a nonconformist in, to, to, in today's society. So anyway, a lot to think about and just felt like need to kind of address that topic. I'll probably have more to say about Nomad Land and maybe this book, Levin's book, in the future as well. Well, appropriately, today's thought for the day or quote is from George Orwell, author of the novel 1984. He says this, The further a society drifts from truth, the more it will hate those who speak it. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Rolling Home.